you care to listen at all? Compliments are always subtle. Kind words, they rarely leave your mouth. Underneath the weeping willow, you're just drooling on your pillow. All is well whenever you are right. Now the Welcome to episode 13 of Misaligned. We're back with the new year and sadly, Ashley is no longer co-hosting with Caitlin and myself, but we do have a new co-host today. Megan Moore is here. She's a writer over at Modern Vinyl, but I am going to go ahead and let her introduce herself since she would clearly know more than I do. Well, don't know that much, but you know, (laughs) Uh, I'm Megan and you might have heard me on an episode or two or three of the Modern Vinyl Podcast. I've filled in from time to time. Most recently, I was on their Front Bottoms episode, which was interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Um, let's see. What else is there? I say um too much. I am really excited to be one of the co-hosts for Misaligned. And yeah, I guess that's it. Great start. I'm sure yeah. as we oh. go along, we will all learn more about I'm each other. terrible at introductions. <laughs> so bad. It's okay. I think we all are. I think that's why we just stuck with me doing them, because then we don't have to <laughs> deal with more than one person being terrible. <laughs> it's cool. We're all terrible. It's great. It's fun. Fun stuff. The whole music get a industry, terrible place. Terrible, terrible place. <laughs> all right. So this week, we have our anticipated releases of 2016. Figured this would be the best way to start off the new year. We know it's been quite a few weeks since you guys last heard from us. Personally, I just moved back home, quit my job. So, you know, what else am I going to do other than podcast now? Living the (laughs) life. Definitely. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. I know a few of these albums we have in common, so we will go ahead and start with those. Caitlin and myself, we are looking forward to the Pine Grove album. Caitlin, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, I just randomly, like literally a week ago... Um, a, you know, a guy that I know here in Austin had posted a kind of a long post about these guys and their song that they had up, I think, was it on Noisy or Consequence of Sound, something like that. Um, they had a song premiered there and I really like what I heard. It sounds a lot like other music that I enjoy, kind of the alt emo country-ish kind of thing, the acoustic, um, and just good songwriting. Um, and it was kind of refreshing their younger appearance though i am the worst person when it comes to age and guessing people's ages but just uh seems like kind of a fresh vibe for what's been going on um as far as the emo kind of revival scene that's been happening it's just a little bit twist a twist on something old so looking forward to that for sure definitely i agree personally i heard about them a few weeks back uh i was recording an episode of sports up with my friend michael rodino and after we finished recording he was like you really need to check out this band pine grove he was like i will send you all the music and (laughs) so i finally gave them a listen and it's definitely something to look forward to and that's actually going to be a release early this year yeah i think it's february and so we don't have to wait too long everything on their band camp right now is pay what you want also so i went on and got i think it was like 12 songs for like five bucks yeah, that's definitely a great deal. So if you guys want to check them out, have a few bucks, that's the best way to do that. 
So as far as me, I know I mentioned in the last episode, too, um, I'm also really looking forward to Pup. Those guys are good friends of mine out of Toronto. Um, they've been touring like crazy. Um, they finished up their album at the end of last year. And unfortunately, um, you know, Stefan, the singer, actually had to drop off tour recently um, due to some vocal nodules and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that he's uh, going through a good recovery and that that album, it doesn't have a 100% release date yet, uh, but I know it should be in the near future. So they're one of my favorite bands in the past two years who have really hit the scene. So I'm really, really looking forward to that one. What about you, Megan? I don't know what you're looking forward to. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow, I just spaced out there. Um, It's okay. Definitely, some of these don't quite have release dates yet, but I know they were announced. I think Modern Baseballs might be the only one that's definitive. No. Not with a definitive. It's got the title, definitely. <laughs> Kanye's has the only definitive date on here. Which is surprising. Uh, um, I know. But otherwise, like Band of Horses is set to release a new album this year. And I'm looking forward to that. Last year, Ben Bridwell, um, their singer, did a little project with Iron and Wine. And I believe it was called Sing Into My Mouth. And it was covers. It was a very good album. Um, but I'm a sucker for covers. And then LCD sound systems reuniting. So that's going to be something interesting to look forward to. Cool. But otherwise... They're reuniting and coming out with an album? I had not heard that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm totally out of the loop. I think it was Consequence of Sound that was talking about how 2016, they're definitely coming out with a new album. Interesting. I never quite got into them, but I know people will definitely lose their shit over that. Um, I'm also... This is... I mean, I was really into Block Party probably like a decade ago. And yeah, they're kind of back. That's yeah, they're soon. back with well, it's a new lineup for the most. Like there are a couple new people who are joining them. I have not listened to anything that they've released in the past decade, so I'm kind of I'm one of my kind of personal goals. I do need to listen to more music this year that's new, um, which I think I say every year, and I fail every year. <laughs> um, I had a really hard time even coming up with like five albums I really liked in 2015, kind of thing. So I'm they're on my list. Um, I don't know. Maybe they now that I've grown up and maybe they've grown up, um, that music will resonate somewhere again. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't, they do have a release date. I think that's coming out at the end of this month. So that should be out at the Mm -hmm. end of January. So we won't have to wait too long on that one. Yeah. I definitely probably have the most albums on my list that (laughs) most people aren't sure if they're actually coming out or not, but people just Mm -hmm. want them to. I mean, I know everyone usually has brand new on their list like every year. And and it's always a fucking disappointment. (laughs) I've kind of just given up on them. I'm like, all right, they'll have new music when they have new music. If they have new music, I don't really care at this point. (laughs) But I but we did get a song last year. And that song was great. Yes, it was. (laughs) But my first one on the list is Frank Ocean because Channel Orange seems like it was just so long ago. I actually can't even remember when it was. I feel like it was at least, what, three years ago by now. (laughs) And then there's talk about No Doubt and Gwen Stefani having albums separate. And as an Orange County person, I always have to listen to Gwen. I just can't not listen to Gwen. So. I would love I would love to hear some new No Doubt. Only if it's kind of back to the ska-ish No Doubt. Yeah, their last album yes. like, Settle Down and everything. Yeah. I mean, never, it, never it was catchy, it. but it didn't feel like No Doubt to me. Yeah, it was still really poppy. It was a lot yeah. more Gwen. 
Uh, yeah, it felt like a Gwen pop album, but with the No Doubt guys backing right. her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm hoping they do separate ones. This way we can get the separate sound, both of which I enjoy a lot. And then I also have Modern Baseball on my list, which, as Megan mentioned, Holy Ghost title, no set date just yet. Mm-hmm. And Megan, I know you and I both have Intuit over it on there yes. as well. Do you want to go ahead and talk a bit about that? This is going to be their analog album. So I am looking forward to this. I loved, loved Intersections. Yeah. I think that was our last one, right? (laughs) Yes. Thinking of this right. Yes. Yes. I loved Intersections. (laughs) And an analog sound will be quite different from what I'm used to hearing from them. Yeah. I actually just ordered proper on vinyl when No Sleep was having like the ginormous sale. Uh, all those end of the year sales just killed me. It was awesome. Yeah. I was like, I'm still I- waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my modern or modern baseball. Uh, <laughs> the Wonder Years pre-order for the upsides. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. I know No Sleep is in the middle of moving warehouses right now. Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah that is true yeah and because they're down in huntington beach i feel like they kind of just send off the closer stuff first as they get it because <laughs> they're like well, all I right think this they ran into there. some issues i think there were some issues at the plant too there, that's all i pressed. hear about anything though apparently like the demand is just so high right now for vinyl that plants can't keep up and there aren't enough plants and then when there's a problem everything gets pushed back and it's just worse and worse and worse and worse so and a lot of the Who bigger knows? record store day albums are getting priority over yep. all of this and just yep. it's a mess yeah anything that's coming from like warner universal is going to get priority over all the smaller labels with bands that we all listen to right they can pay for it so they're like all right rush this we'll pay extra no one else needs to print records (laughs) say well on my list i've got my last two that i'm most looking forward to are two side one dummy bands um which pup is also side one dummy so i'm just having a love affair with that record label (laughs) the past year or so um but they signed a band this year called microwave um which i think is a terrible and an awesome name um (laughs) and i actually i saw them for the first time at like a house show um during south by southwest last march and they really won me over and pr girl jamie wins me over for pretty much anything she wants because she's an awesome sweetheart um so she really got me hooked on microwave um really interesting sound um i really i don't know it's typically not what i would listen to but i think they do a really good job of kind of melding a few different genres together um so i really look forward to seeing what they can do and then the other one is i know i think i mentioned this lot on our last episode astronautalist um who i've been following probably for about eight years um he's done everything totally diy no label no nothing has toured europe multiple times um has really done a lot for himself um and is totally self built he was recently side to side one dummy i think it's their first kind of hip-hop rap artist um and all of his albums are always so different he's really progressed a lot um in the past eight years so i'm really excited to see what um this album's gonna be he's got a new song out um called i believe it's called psych um s-i-k-e if you would like to look it up and it's pretty awesome it's kind of a mix of a little bit more electronic dancey sound uh plus his very very characteristic rapping so a little bit different definitely different than (laughs) what i typically listen to and talk about um but it's i highly suggest that everyone check it out if you're at all interested in kind of um the more intelligent spoken word kind of hip-hop 
Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see how Slide One Dummy goes about, you know, doing marketing and everything yeah. for this since it's su- he's such a different artist compared to yeah. everything else on the label. Um, so on my list, I have Sundressed and Fossil Youth. They should have releases earlier this year. Both of those bands were on Take This to Heart Records, and that's how I found out about them and really started to enjoy them. I know Sundressed, quite a few people have heard about in 2015 i so they had an ep right in 2015 yeah they had okay. two eps i believe one oh, early in the year and one later in the year and i just like went to the website and ordered all the vinyl for them awesome <laughs> and i also got the fossil youth intertwined with you ep on vinyl so you know support the small labels check them out definitely some good pop punk there for you guys and megan do you want to go ahead and go over anything else that's left on your list yep I mean, I've got the Kayatana Tired Hands EP on there. Um, I know, let's see, on the 8th, they released it on um, Noisy, where you could just stream it. Right. Oh, cool. It's just two songs. It's not anything large, but it's coming off of Asian Man, and I'm probably going to go ahead and order that. Very sweet. I fell in love with uh, the whole band when I saw them with Modern Baseball the end of 2014. Yeah, they all seem that like was super really cool. nice, down-to-earth girls. Plus, they're girls, so... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they're wonderful. And just, oh, seeing them live, I loved it so much. And I know that there were a few people confused as to the lineup. It was a it was a weird lineup <laughs> for that December show, but it was a great lineup. Sometimes I think those it, are the best, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was their last show on the tour, too. Not, not Modern Baseballs, but Cayetana's. And then lastly, like everyone and their mother, I've got Kanye, because Swish is finally coming out. And I have high hopes for this. I have higher hopes for this than I did Yeezus. I heard Real Friends the other day. And at first, when I saw the tweet from, what was it, Kim tweeting out hashtag Real Friends, I was a little confused. I was like, wait, Kanye's from Chicago. Kim likes pop punk. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I was like, Kanye's from Chicago. Real Friends are from Chicago. Are they going to do some weird pseudo hip-hop pop punk <laughs> collaboration and then i heard the song and i was just like this track is hot i love this track so much and i'm really happy that he's bringing back good fridays that especially is just there we go take all my money <laughs> yeah he's going to break the internet all the time <laughs> oh kim tried i don't think she succeeded very well well, it is Kim, so yeah. I think we've done a good job of ignoring her lately. So. <laughs> I just uh. do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The last thing on my list, and I think the last record we have today, is the 1975. Again, another band where it's been a while since their last release. They kind of have stuff here and there, but I think a lot of people are looking forward to this, so I'm hoping it's as good as we're all thinking it will be. I mean, isn't it going to have that... I don't know, Isn't it going to so. have that um, like '80s uh, Bowie type sound almost? Kind of like what? Um, what's their new single called? I can't. I, I can. I can picture it. I just can't think of the name. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I feel like I should know this because yeah. it's been talked about. <laughs> this but is anyway, where comes in. I, I think it's definitely going to go along those lines, and I'm perfectly okay with that. 
So I think what's cool, like, between all of us, we have covered almost every genre, (laughs) just about. So it's pretty cool that we have so much to look forward to in so many different genres. Uh, Any country albums? Anyone? Anyone? No? I'm sure there are some (laughs) I will listen to because I actually listen to country. I say I really like Casey Musgraves. Yes, her album was so good last year. It was last year, right? So there's yeah. a yeah. chance. I have no idea. I didn't even look at that. <laughs> I, would be, I would be down for that. Yeah, she's definitely great. She just performed. She played like three nights in Austin recently with Willie Nelson, and yeah, they were all just, sold out. Uh, she just did The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have yet to watch it, but it is in my Insta paper, ready to go whenever I'm ready to watch it. And, and then I'll probably watch icon. it 20 times. <laughs> she's such a style icon you can't forget that she's so talented and just her fashion sense is super wonderful and how the band always matches when they play it's Mm -hmm. adorable (laughs) i saw them live and they literally do that live too (laughs) like at a festival and everything it was great i think it was either last year or the year before where she was on some sort of award show and i want to say it's the grammys but i'm probably mixing it up with something else (laughs) it was she was wearing many it doesn't even matter anymore Oh, yes. 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 So friggin' cute. Maybe it was the Grammys <laughs> last year. And I love I think those. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And she did a, uh, like a CMT Crossroads thing with Katy Perry. And oh my goodness, the amount of color in that show <laughs> and the sparkles and everything. It was a bit much, but I still loved it. So, and, and going, go and going off of the country thing, I think. With this anticipated Gwen album, it'll be very interesting to hear if there's any sort of Blake Shelton country influence on it. That is very, very true. I'd also be okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay with all the things right now. (laughs) That is a really good point. I was saying something we didn't really talk about talking about, but so now 2016 is now, you know, 10 year for a lot of albums that came out in 2006 or Technically, all the albums that came out in 2006. Actually, Modern <laughs> Vinyl them. posted a list today of um, vinyl re-releases that, you know, we wanted kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So is, are, does anything in particular come to mind of any, or even like tour-wise? Ten-year tours, ten-year releases. Oh. The very first one on Modern Vinyl's list um, is Gatsby's American Dream self-titled. And I am such a little sucker for Gatsby's American Dream. I cannot help it. And so to see that, like, totally made my day this morning when I read that article. Um, Volcano. Volcano turned 10 last year. Yeah. I just have so much love for that record. But you guys know what else turns 10 this year? Say by Beyonce. I say Insane is a real boy. Oh, no, that's the reissue. Never mind. Just kidding. It's a real boy. It's 2004. Oh, man. Let's see. Taking Back Sunday's Louder Now. That came out 10 years ago, which oh, makes yeah. me feel That'll be a good one. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. What else? Just having that realization, because I bought that when I was in high school. I was oh, super yeah. excited about that. Wow. Yeah. When did you graduate, Megan? I graduated high school in 2009. Okay. So you're, okay, you're two years younger than me then. Yeah, because I was thinking Louder Now mm-hmm. was probably... Yeah, in 2006. Yeah, so I was a senior when I that came out. I think I was out. in sixth grade Excuse when me. that came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Something oh, like uh, that. <laughs> my Chemical Romance is the Black Parade is turning 10 this year. Oh, oh so my God. Albums. The Devil and God are Raging Inside Me is turning 10 this year. 
should definitely wow. save this and just do a whole episode on this. Yeah, this could be the topic for the next episode. Yes, let's oh, write that down right now. <laughs> de- debut album. Oh, oh wow. shit! Yep, that's a rabbit hole, but <laughs> on its own. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how intense that was going to be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Never okay. Mind. So a lot of albums. <laughs> So now we'll just go ahead and jump into some resolutions we have since it is the beginning of the year. Personally, I didn't really make any, but I suppose I should get a new job. It might be a good idea. Need need some money. (laughs) Money is fun. And Caitlin, I know you and I have been both using Goodreads. So I set my goal at 50 books, which I will probably try to read a lot before I get a job. This way, (laughs) once I get a job, I'm less busy with reading books. Yeah, and I've never I I didn't use Goodread um Goodreads until this year, which I know I'm like eight years behind. Um, but I was always I kind of prided myself in like, oh, I'm a reader, blah blah blah. And then over this past year, I realized I started about ten books, never finished any of them, maybe read about five total. Oh, wow. Um, and for me, like that's nothing. I know for some people, you know, reading a book a month is a great goal, but for someone who used to be a very, very avid reader, I was kind of disappointed in myself. Um, and I don't know, I felt like very goal oriented this year. Like, I feel like I finally have my shit together. Like I've got, I've now owned my condo for a year, like big girl shit's coming together. I've been <laughs> teaching for five years. I'm like very like resolution oriented this year. Um, so that I was like, okay, reading 25 books, heard about Goodreads all the time. And actually our students at my school um, have Goodreads accounts in their English class. So I figured if eighth graders can use it, so can I. Um, And so far I really like it. Um, So that is actually one of my recommendations is that if you are someone who kind of struggles to stay on track of reading or feel like you should be reading more. Um, it is really cool. The little progress bars you can set for each book. You can record your page numbers and it tells you your percentage of being done. You can join the um, yearly kind of challenge and put in your books uh, that you want to read. So my goal is 25 books this year. Yeah. And um, which if is you, about two books a month. So Yeah. If you have a Kindle, it's actually built into the Kindles oh, too. Cool. So then you can just like share your progress from there instead of having to, you know, get your phone or go on the website and update that manually. So well, as we like... talked about before, I'm stuck in 1998 <laughs> and I own a Kindle and like my $1 books from Half Price Books. But that is good to know because nice. I was looking at a Kindle paper white. So we'll see. Yeah. I have a lot of print books and then... Yep. For Kindle, I basically use the library ebook system and yes, I check out ebooks from the library. Nice. Will you be doing much reading this year, Megan? You know what? I do plan to do a lot of reading. This weekend, I'll probably smash through two books. Um, nice. I'm working a fencing tournament with a bunch of screaming children. And <laughs> in the time that I'm not taking care of what's going on in the tournament, I will probably be reading or editing an interview for Modern Vinyl. But the two that I'm definitely taking with me are The Secret Life of Wonder Woman, which is right up my alley. It kind of delves into the history behind Wonder Woman and feminism and a little bit of journalism. And then continuing on on this feminist streak is Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, Carrie Brownstein's memoir. I have that on my to-read list. I have heard really good things about it. Yeah, I read the Wonder Woman book last year, and even though it's like, 400 and something pages it was definitely well worth the long read cool um, see yeah, I, page numbers don't phase me 
but I've always been a super <laughs> See, fast reader. I like reader. the progress of the of the page numbers, which I'm a, I'm a super fast reader too. So that's I don't know. Maybe it's like my own personal personal like competition. I'm not a competitive <laughs> person except with myself. Yeah. So that might be, which I, also is probably why I have so many damn resolutions this year. So <laughs> yeah, I think I read a little slower on the Kindle because I can't physically see how far I've gone, even though it right. gives you like the percentage. But that may be better though. Sometimes it's a little off because you know you'll have like notes appendix and blah 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 so it's like you'll be it'll say 60 percent of the way done but really you only have like 15 more percent to go because the last 25 percent of the book is stuff you don't need yeah that is true yeah i always thought maybe i did read too fast so i don't know we'll see we'll see i've been reading a lot of like very heavy like psychology and like history books so that slows me the hell of the way down yeah So what are some of the other resolutions you have? Well, some of mine are physical. Um, Every time I go to the doctor, they're like, so are you working out? Are you active? I'm like, (laughs) no. I'm actually curious to see how much I actually do walk when I'm teaching. But my goal this year, I do really like yoga. Um, I never thought I would be a yoga person, but it's pretty fucking awesome. I'd like to go to yoga two times a week. Um, I take one of those big old Bubba mug uh, things to work and I would like to drink one of those every day which is about 60 ounces of water um, I'm thinking about going back to grad school within the next year so my goal over the next year is to take the GRE which is fucking terrifying because <laughs> I hate math um, so I, I recently bought like a GRE study book and I'm gonna have to do practice math problems and I'm not looking forward to that um, I do want to start playing music again. I have not played music in like four or five years. I do play the drums um, and I dabble in guitar. Um, I'm going to have a free room at my condo soon and I'm thinking about making it a music room, buying a drum set. Um, so I'd really like to do that. And then my first resolution that I set for myself, and actually I started it in 2015, is no more K-cups in my Keurig. Um, after reading so much about how wasteful they are and just how much kind of destruction they're doing to the environment, I wanted to get away from those. And then I also recently read an article about how um, when the plastic in the K-cups heats up, that it releases toxins. So I immediately threw away all my K-cups and I'm only using the little wire baskets now. So yeah, I, little- need to get, I need to get one of those for my Keurig. They have they have really cheap ones on Amazon. They come like three in a pack for really, really cheap. Yeah. Um, and then they have the nicer one where it has like the little lid on it that you can get for a little bit more. Um, but it's a lot cheaper too, like buying a bag of the coffee versus yeah. buying all the little K-cups. Like I know it's convenient, but it takes like one extra minute to put it in the little mesh thing and then rinse it out. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to spread that, <laughs> that, that economic – or economic ecological warning um to people so no k-cups for me nice. <laughs> adult goals <laughs> what do you never have had left? a Keurig. what do you have uh, left on your list megan oh, oh i thought you were talking to caitlin <laughs> so going off like, the k-cup thing left. that was a lot <laughs> yeah I, I mean i've never had a keurig so i've never really hey, dealt with I the k-cups got one as a gift i got one as a gift otherwise i would not have ever gotten one I was and lazy, it, so I bought one. <laughs> they're cute. I have like a little one cup one that only makes one, and it's great. It's very cute. It's small for my little small kitchen, so yeah, it works. Yeah, the last time I tried to use one, it just didn't want to cooperate with me. So it's like, <laughs> whatever, I give up. You're done. But yes, this year, I intend to find a job, and I've been saying that for the past three years since I graduated college, but it's been so hard, and I've been so stubborn about wanting a specific location. Like, I'm based out of Virginia. And I really want to work in D.C., but three years and it's not exactly been fun. But at least I'm staying busy. Staying busy is always good. 
And I want to stay in shape too. Last year, I told myself I was going to get back into shape. I did tennis in high school and my first two years of college, I played on a college team. I would have played all four years of college, but I transferred from a small little branch campus of Penn State, which everyone hates it when people call them branch campuses, um, <laughs> and then transferred to University Park. And going Div one to Div or Div three to Div one is not. I was barely at Div three level of playing. I admit it. I'm bad. <laughs> but I took up I took up yoga last year, and, and it was probably the best thing I ever did for myself. Yeah, it's really I surprising. Feel better. <laughs> I have regained my arm muscles back yep. and I, it's been good for my mental health. Yep. That especially was just, I needed to be in tune with myself again. And it, I've been doing it once a week and I might do it twice a week now. Yeah. I mean, if you could find a studio that's affordable and that's the thing for me, yeah. is I have to go to a class. I am not disciplined enough to do it on my own. Um, but a lot of studios offer like first time packages for people who've never done it. And then I get like a class set where it comes out to like eight bucks a class it's hard to argue with that. So yeah, I'm with you. It's just so good for you all around. I mean, I found an amazing studio where I live and I am so happy with it. And I was saying yesterday that I'm dreading eventually moving up to DC because this means I have to find a new studio (laughs) that I'm comfortable at. The comfort that, wow, I can't talk today. The comfort thing is just a huge, huge thing. Uh, Let's see, what else do I have? Oh, Right. Drink less vanilla Coke and super sweet peach tea. <laughs> That's I have one. joked it's tough, for years. I mean, everyone says that they're going to get off their diet Coke habit and I just never drink diet. But I've joked for years that you could basically hook up vanilla Coke to an IV and I would be fine. And I've discovered over the past five years of living in Virginia that I have, in fact, developed a taste for sweet tea and not just any sweet tea. Sweet peach tea. (laughs) And it is peach tea is the only sweet tea that I will drink. So I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, they make this so sweet that you could probably like get a bunch (laughs) of cavities just from looking at it. I have found a decent substitute for my soda and super sweet tea habits, and that is with hint water. It is this Yeah, it's really, really good. So I have a bottle of strawberry kiwi water with me right now. And basically, it's water and fruit. Hmm. And it tastes so good. There's some other flavors that I want to try, but I've never seen them in stores here because I think they have a pineapple water now. What brand is it again? Of course, I could always. It's just called Hint. Hint. Okay. I'll have to check it out because I'm always yeah. looking for that too. I cut most sugar out of my diet a couple years ago. I know, and it's, it's sugar-free. Except free. on the weekends, but yeah. yeah it's sugar-free. And I mean, it doesn't even taste like you're drinking water, so I can go through cases of these probably in a week. <laughs> But it's it's a good substitute, and it's good for people who want to drink more water. Yeah, because so that's that's one of the easiest things you can do to like. I mean, if weight is a concern for people, is to cut out soda, um, and if you feel shitty, cut out soda. So that's any kind of alternative is a good option. Yeah, and let's see. This year, I want to write more. I bought myself a new notebook last week, and I've been journaling in it. I've been using it for notes for all my modern vinyl stuff and for actually organizing. It's been pretty good so far. Like nice. I'll sit write nice inspirational quotes to myself for when I really need it or take notes about interviews. Like for example, I have an interview with Jonathan Diener, um, formerly of the Swellers. Nice, yeah. Currently with Braided Veins and Baggage, and that's going up on the site on Modern Vinyl in the next few weeks. Cool. Took lots of notes on that interview and that was mm-hmm. fun. The big thing for me, and I've also said this for years, is that I need to stop gnawing at my cuticles oh my god that's I my stopped life. biting my nails yeah I stopped biting my nails 
11 years ago this month. And it's just, it's taken me that long to stop with the cuticles because it's a big nerve thing for me. It is. Yep. And I mean, the weather on the East Coast for the past few weeks has been so weird. Today it's 60 degrees. It's sunny. It's beautiful outside. Yesterday, it was in the lower 50s. It was gray. It was rainy. Last week, we had flurries. The week of Christmas, I was in shorts and a t-shirt. Yep. Sounds like Texas. <laughs> and Actually, you I, know what? You guys are warmer than us in Texas today. So yeah. 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 It's nuts. I mean, I got a new winter coat for Christmas and I was so excited um, when I went to go visit my best friend up in Pennsylvania because I could actually wear it and it was <laughs> sleeting. I'm just like, th- this is so weird. Um, I have found some products to help me stop gnawing at them. That nail biting stuff that you paint on your nails to make you mm-hmm. stop never worked for me. So it, I kind of still nod through that. But Lush has a cuticle butter called Lemony Flutter that I am in love with. It's probably my holy grail nail product. I need to check that out because my, my solution is yeah. to get acrylic nails because then I can't reach my cuticles. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then you have I to get acrylic nails. nails. So yeah, I paint my nails, and that's helped me not bite them as well. But but the lemony flutter is so nice, and it smells good. And then lastly, I want to cook more things. Add to my list of things I love to cook. I've got chicken I, dishes down, and I have pasta down. So I want to uh, do that. Was me last year because I yeah. found out that I had um I have high cholesterol. I'm 27 years old and I have high cholesterol. Um so when I found that out, I started cooking a lot more. And once you start actually looking, um I found most of my uh recipes on Pinterest. Um once you start looking and figuring out and kind of varying like I used to only cook chicken, now I cook a lot more fish, a lot of white fish, a lot of vegetarian dishes which I'm not vegetarian, but they're so much easier than cooking meat. You you figure it out pretty fast. So I highly recommend yeah. Pinterest. I mean, I, I get a lot I just of mine. Don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you live at home, yeah, no one here cooks either. I'm jealous. No one cooks. It's oh, a, bummer. It's a fend for yourself world at this house. <laughs> Damn. That sounds like oh. my brother. <laughs> like, I, I mean, cook we cook very few things. <laughs> it's not bad, but I mean, it's not good either. Yeah, like BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed though, I will swear up and down over how good the recipes are. They they do congregate or conglomerate recipes from the internet, but they're really good. I found a vegetarian chili last year on it that I've since made for my brother who turned vegetarian and he really liked it. Like if my brother likes my cooking, everything is good because he has good taste buds. Nice. I, my only the only time I do cook is on Sundays. So that I, I make all my meals for the week and I usually make like two or three different dishes um that I can eat for the week. So that's that's usually my experiment time. Um but I, I definitely my biggest thing as far as like cooking more is I had to really branch out more of um like what I eat. You know, I didn't really eat asparagus. Um, but over this year, I started eating more asparagus because it's re- readily available. It's really easy to cook. It's in a lot of recipes kind of thing. So that was, I definitely had to branch out a lot. And I def- I mean, I still need to keep branching out. Like I still don't like olives and a lot of recipes that I want to cook have olives. <laughs> okay. All right. So Caitlin, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with recommendations? So I'm always a little bit behind on everything technology wise. Um, 
my app of choice over the past month has been the Nico Atsume game, um, which you've probably seen like screenshots of on Twitter and stuff. That's where I first saw it, and I was like, what is this game? These cats are adorable. They have cute little buttholes on them. Like, what is this? <laughs> so I finally downloaded it, and it's awesome. Um, my sister was, like, totally owning me in it. She'd been playing it a lot longer, so she already had, like, all the cool cats coming. Um, and I was basically playing it nonstop over Christmas break, like, ignoring my family um, and playing this cat game. Um, and unfortunately, I got a new phone, and when I transferred it over, I lost all of my progress. So I do need to restart, um, since I now have no cats in my yard. Uh, life has been very tough. Um, I never did get tubs, so that was... Um, you know, a good goal. Tubs is the cat that comes and eats all your food and then leaves you lots of presents. So if you're a cat person, please play this game. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, my other recommendation, actually I have two more, um, what's Goodreads? I know it's old. You've probably heard about it, but if you haven't gotten on it, you want to set a goal, join. It's so easy. A lot of people are on it. A lot more people than you think. Um, Facebook will find your friends for you. And then I went and saw MXPX over the weekend with my boyfriend, um, and Five Iron Frenzy opened for them. And if you were ever a church kid um, in, like, the early 2000s, late 90s, then you know exactly what those two bands are about. I am no longer a church kid of any kind. Um, But Five Iron Frenzy killed it. Um, Their albums still hold up amazingly. So if you have not listened to that album in a long time or any of their albums, um, definitely go check them out. And then MXPX absolutely blew everyone's mind. My Carrera has not aged a day in the past 20 years. Um, So definitely pull out the old MXPX and just kind of revisit that. Um, It holds up too. It makes you feel awesome. We had such a good time. Um, So if you haven't listened to MXPX ever, you should start because it's never too late. Um, and if you have, please don't doubt yourself and go check that out again. It's totally worth the listen. Megan, what about you? Well, I'm going to second you with the Nico Atsume yeah. app. I just started a week ago because I'm behind on everything. And I'm not even the cat person. And I like these little cats. Like I got They're excited. They're so awesome. They're adorable. <laughs> but I got excited. Uh, Mr. Meowgi showed up on my game and I caught him on his first and only visit and I was yeah. so happy. And also I've had tubs like five times. He keeps eating Man, all my food. What? It's and he's kind of annoying. There for a week. A week yeah. What? Damn. Yeah. I mean he really goes after the frisky bits. Not the thrifty okay. bits, the frisky. Okay, noted. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have a fresh start. <laughs> noted. And then how to make a murderer. I'm getting on to this how to make a murderer train. I started the first episode over the weekend and holy crap, I'm hooked. I That's just, all I hear and I, we just I have not sat down to watch it yet. I need to do the same. <laughs> I mean, I I think I'm going to like how to make a murderer better than I like serial so far. I mean, I loved the first season of serial, but the second season a lot of my friends are tuning out because it's gotten a little gory. And I mean, I get that. I come from a military family, so a lot of what I've been hearing on Serial doesn't faze me, mm-hmm. especially since my dad was over in the Middle East for a while, too, and I've heard some of his stories, but the Bo Bergdahl thing is really interesting, but not as interesting as Stephen Avery. Yeah. It's a different kind of interest. Of course, my little... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my little 
problem with it so far is that on the first episode they were showing newspaper clips and it bothered me that there was a typo literally <laughs> in the first few seconds on the newspaper that was published many many years ago i think I it was know, what this, this last bullshit never mind lastest dna test something proves his innocence or something Something like that. And I'm just like, this is on the front page of a paper. Last. This is just <laughs> journalism. Yeah. It's at the latest. But this is this is my journalism brain kicking in and my neurotic copy editor. Just oh. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, I will wrap up recommendations with two things. Uh Noise Creators is a new website. Uh Jesse Cannon and Johnny Minardi started it. And it's basically to connect producers with bands and artists who would be a good fit for them so the producers will have profiles on the website and then there will be several writers including myself soon hopefully writing about the bands and kind of seeing who they fit best with and then jesse cannon also has a podcast going along with it and he's been having conversations with these producers so that people can listen, get a better feel for them and the kind of work they do. So that's something that's definitely going to be pretty cool in our scene. Cool. And then, of course, I went to go see Star Wars The Force Awakens because I. Oh, why not? So good. And part of me wishes I was like a 10-year-old right now so I could grow up with Star Wars because we're all like in that awkward in between where we were born after they came out and then now we're all in our 20s 30s whatever when they are doing the new ones so it's like uh we'll just all pretend to be kids for a bit pretty <laughs> yeah, much it I was mean, so fun i don't care what people say if they're talking shit about it like it was fun yeah i went at like 8 30 in the morning to go see it and the theater oh, was shit. still pretty packed on like a saturday but the ticket was only eight bucks, so I couldn't Hell say yeah. no. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's not bad at all. Not I mean, at it all. was so much better than the prequels, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were Than horrible. that trilogy that everyone tries to forget. <laughs> I didn't even rewatch those. He was no. really hot in those movies, but his acting was terrible. Just the writing so was bad. so bad. And that's uh, this one, there was banter. It was funny. It was cute. Yes. Like, it made everybody happy. Like, and I don't, I mean, I um, know and things about Star Wars, but not, I don't know all the things about Star Wars. So if I can appreciate right. it, fucking anybody can. <laughs> yeah. And I it made back. me want a BB-8 of my own. I Yes, I know. Oh my God, me too. I want the little robot one that you control with the app. Oh, see, I didn't go that far, but I bought the little Funko Pop bobblehead of the Oh no, I, I didn't buy it because it's $80. <laughs> yeah, that's so. why I just went with the bobblehead of it. And then I also have that's a cute. bobblehead fin and I have Ray on the way. <laughs> Nice. So you we might know, have to get, get my Star Wars on. <laughs> I might just go out and buy the uh, Kylo Ren lightsaber because nice. that's a really cool lightsaber. I mean, the last lightsaber that was really cool that I remember having in my house was my brother's Darth Maul one. It's and the bad guys. that one. Yeah. But I mean, that one, the TSA almost confiscated many, many years ago because <laughs> they actually had to take it out of our carry-on. They didn't know what it was. Take batteries out, see what it was. They thought it was like an actual weapon. We're like, no, it's, it's a kid's toy. Have you not Have seen, you seen Star Wars? Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he did get it back, so that was the good thing. Nice. All that matters. So yes, clearly we all definitely want you to go see Star Wars. Enjoy it. And... Yeah, if you're like one of the <laughs> 10 people in the world that hasn't seen it. So. <laughs> yeah, by now. I know a lot of people have seen it multiple times. I did not, but... Oh, yeah. No, me neither. I'm sure... Mainly because I don't want to spend the money. I don't yeah. want to spend more money <laughs> yeah. on that. I'm sorry. 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our first episode back in 2016. We will have 10-year albums up next for you, apparently, <laughs> since we did yeah! not want to get in-depth on it Surprise! this time. <laughs> so much easier when you can pick the topics. And yep. after you hear this next week, we will have an interview with Hazing. So expect that. And thank you guys for listening. And give us a tweet. Misaligned pod. Yes. We will link to that in the show notes. We will link to all the things that we mentioned. Maybe not all the albums, because that was a lot, but you know. <laughs> Definitely Nico Atsume. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> all right. Enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day.